Fat doesn't make you fat. It's your body holding on to energy. Because 90% of women cannot orgasm. The high fat lowers the cortisol if it's high. If they're eating, continuing to eat a carbohydrate-based, plant-based diet, the saggy skin won't go away. But if they do eat a high-fat carnivore diet, the body will consume that extra skin. Carbohydrates are entertainment. They're not nutrition. Eat one stick of butter a day with Dr. Elizabeth Bright. Dr. Bright is a 59-year-old naturopath and an osteopath who eats one stick of butter a day to heal menopause symptoms, improve libido, and also melt fat. If you need help along your carnival journey, join the monthly challenges that we have every single month. It's designed to help you along your carnival journey, heal and lose fat. The link is in the description. See you there. Now, a lot of people are so scared of fat. They think it's going to cause heart disease, heart attacks. They think they're going to get fat by eating fat. What's the deal? Is fat good for us? Yes, we should be eating fat. We evolved to eat fat and fatty meats. Stress uses a lot of fat. All our steroid hormones are made out of cholesterol. We can't use avocado oil or seed oils or oh, olive oil to make steroid hormones. That would be estrogen, testosterone, progesterone and cortisol, which is a stress response hormone. What does cause heart disease are a lot of carbohydrates or eating fat and carbohydrates together. Cholesterol has unfairly been you know, villainized because it actually goes to where there are inflammatory places in the body and tries to fix things. So it's the carbs that cause the inflammation in the first place. And when we're talking about high fat, specifically how much fat are we talking about here? Because I know that 80, you mentioned- 80, 80 20. 20. So 80% okay. of the calories are coming from fat and 20% of the calories are coming from protein. Okay. No carbs. okay. Carbohydrates are entertainment. They're not nutrition. Every single protocol I give a person is not high. It's not higher in calories than regular carnivore. It's just lower in protein. Fat doesn't make you fat. It's your body holding on to energy because you're, there's a stress issue. And I do like what you say about just like, say, for example, the one stick of butter, and then you mm -hmm. have like, for example, a pound of meat. So that right. ratio, it's not like two or yeah, three. Yeah, I came up with that for people who are sort of, I don't know, five, six, five, seven, you know, something like that. It, it's, I have six foot tall patients and I have five foot two patients. So, you know, it, it depends. But I think it's very simple to visualize it that way. Now, another very interesting thing, and maybe it's a bit taboo, is to talk about high fat and how that helps with sex drive. Not taboo at all. Okay. I really love to talk about this because also 40% mm. of women, I think it's 40% of women, I, I read that online, that they cannot orgasm. Okay. First thing we have to address though is, are they, is their clitoris getting attention? Because 90% of women cannot have orgasm with penetration. So if the clitoris is not being, and I wrote that in my, I researched that and that's in my book. If the clitoris is not being stimulated, the woman cannot orgasm. That's the first thing. The other thing is, if we're talking about hormones, if cortisol levels are high or low, or orgasm will be difficult because you're in a stress response. So they did studies of women who had been traumatized, sexually abused. They couldn't orgasm because they were had uh, trauma issues, cortisol issues. They had high cortisol levels. So when you're fighting and running away from something, you're not going to be able to relax and have orgasm. Same goes for men. Now moving to the hormones, how mm -hmm. does a high fat help with, with that? The high fat lowers the cortisol if it's high, replenishes the cortisol if it's low. If somebody has been abused as a child, it can take years for this to, I mean, there's a lot of, a lot to unpack there. These people usually have, um, I'll be doing a video on how 
trauma and abuse affects thyroid and adrenal function. People who have been abused as children may are more likely to be hypothyroid. That will throw everything out of whack. Yeah. And I think that going through trauma and also dealing with addictions as well, I mean, high fat carnival also helps, but also dealing with all everything from your childhood, everything that you've been through as an individual, it will also help to resolve any issues that you have today, whether it be sleep, whether it be sex drive, whether it be any of the above. Mm -hmm. Well, the, the food part is the most important because the hormones can really, uh, I think functional therapy is much more effective than revisiting what has happened to you, but addressing the, the what is there now with uh, anti-inflammatory protocol is very helpful. Any substance abuse uh, is caused by lack of energy. I mean, a child who's hiding candies under their pillow will grow up to have issues, may have issues with substance abuse. They may need to run uh, marathons or they may have alcohol issues just because they're trying to get that stimulation, that adrenaline that sugar gave them as a child because they were unable to create that energy when they were a child. ADHD, all these are energy, brain energy issues. That's why high fat diet provides a ton of ketones, which is what the brain needs. So what do you think about also all the addictions and all the trauma that people go through? They're trying to seek that dopamine hit as well. Yeah, I think that's been exaggerated. I think that if you balance blood sugar, your neurotransmitters, dopamine, serotonin, they're all made in the adrenal glands anyway. It's the adrenal glands which are making cortisol. The cortisol is made in the adrenal cortex. In the adrenal medulla, all the neurotransmitters are made. Serotonin, adrenaline, dopamine. So if you're going to have an imbalance in with your stress response, you're not going to be able to get dopamine hits because dopamine is something that you were going to experience when you're not under stress. So what have we seen in terms of people going high fat? Is that curing disease? Is there evidence for such things? Well, it definitely cures disease because if you reduce inflammation and lower cortisol, you will, disease is caused by inflammation. We know that now, right? So inflamed tissue can even become hyperplastic and cancerous. Inflamed tissue will not be able to function properly. Most diseases caused by deficiencies and the body's inability to access nutrients that it needs in order to do its job. What have you seen with your clients with regard to high, high fat? What have you seen in terms of curing disease? Well, disease state, I mean, it depends on what you're talking about. I have people who come to me mostly with thyroid and adrenal dysfunction, um, but they also come to me uh, for weight loss, for depression, getting off of medication, hypertension. So all of those things is fixed. So in mm-hmm. terms of your journey, I know that you have been pretty much carnival for the last six years. What eight years. Your... Eight years now. Eight years. Yeah, eight years. Now, is that 100% carnival? Oh, I'd say 99.9. Uh, yeah. I mean, I do have kids and sometimes maybe have a hot chocolate with my daughter in Glasgow. Uh, but, mo- but at home, that's all we eat. We start the morning with a decaf with several tablespoons of butter. And then we have lunch, which is about four to five ounces of steak. I snack on butter during my appointments. And I do the same thing, by the way. Anytime I have a craving, anytime I want something, just a little bit, I always snack on butter. Right. Because it lowers cortisol levels. It balances your blood sugar. So you don't crave. And I have a steak for dinner. And then before I go to bed, I have a piece of butter. I love what you said in the morning. You have your decaf and you have a few tablespoons of butter. 
Mm-hmm. I call it the fatty latte. Or oh, actually, I uh, interviewed Coach Cherish, and she was talking about the fatty latte. So she actually puts right, it- that's without decaf. Yeah. Oh my god, it is amazing! It's so good to have that in the morning, as opposed mm-hmm. to just having black coffee or going straight to breakfast. It's yeah. so good. And I know that you've also been through menopause and had a healing. Mm-hmm benefits through going high fat through menopause can you speak more about that well because menopause is not supposed to you're not supposed to have any symptoms with menopause you're basically just supposed to say oops i'm not bleeding anymore so because menopause is an evolution that enables women to live longer um chimpanzees don't have menopause and they die at 50 women instead of dying at 50 are having menopause so that they can no longer uh, be have babies because having babies is incredibly nutritionally expensive. Mm. High fat, uh, the high fat response that I found I needed when I went into menopause, menopause was because I had been very physically active for a long time and my cortisol levels were kind of irregular. So cortisol again makes, is made out of fat. It's made out of cholesterol. So I wrote my book and the research I did was addressing all the menopause, uh, symptoms associated with menopause by lowering cortisol levels. And fat, in fact, does lower cortisol levels. They did a study with uh, marathoners, active athletes who were put for two weeks on a high fat diet or on a um, high carb diet. And the ones who, and exercise induces high cortisol, right? We know this. Mm -hmm. So the fat diet reduced their cortisol levels precipitously. And the high carb diet did not. So those people were having inflammation and weren't able to recover as quickly from their exercise because it's the adrenal glands that decide how your menopause is, not the ovaries. If you need help on the carnivore diet to lose fat and to heal, you can join the 30-day carnivore challenges. Every single month, I have different guest speakers that will help you improve your fat loss and also heal on the carnivore diet. The link is in the description. See you there. So when it comes to menopause, you're saying that we shouldn't have any symptoms at all. So all these women experiencing hot flushes, can't sleep, night sweats, yeah. What is it? It's the cortisol. It's cortisol because hot flashes are basically when you're a 12 year old going to get it, have a test and you're nervous, you're going to have a hot flash, but you're 12 years old. So nobody says menopause, not being able to sleep. If you're wired, but tired, that's a cortisol issue. You're not going to sleep, not able to fall asleep because your cortisol is high and your melatonin is low. Most women have been dieting since adolescence, hence it catches up with them. Right. So I want all my members to know those women that are going through menopause, they complain Mm -hmm. about the night sweats. They complain about the fatigue, up the fat. What do you think about, because I've been doing one stick of butter a day, and I know that you're saying 80-20, but I want you to be specific in terms of for a typical person, how can they start this high fat journey? Well, nobody's typical. Nobody's typical. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I mean, in the book I say, um, one gram of, of protein per kilo of body weight and times that by three for fat. So that's a little higher than the 80-20, but it's a great way to start because it's right away you're nourishing the adrenals and balancing your blood sugar, which will be horribly hyperglycemic, hi- reactive hypoglycemic when you have adrenal issues. So the hangry is reactive hypoglycemia. I've noticed since I've gone carnivore a year and a half ago and I've gone high fat, 
it's just amazing in terms of I just don't feel hungry. I know that when people start to go carnivore and they start eating the meat, they definitely feel that less feeling of feeling hungry. So their leptin levels increase, their ghrelin goes down. But definitely right. when you go high fat, it's that different sense of calmness. And you're talking about the lowering in cortisol. That's really important because that can also help you sleep as well. So many of us have sleep problems, especially with women and with men as well. They just can't sleep. They can't have that constant sleep. They wake up like in the middle of the night and they just need to go to the bathroom. Maybe they're having racing thoughts. And again, it's probably not so much anything in their mind per se, but it's because they're not feeding themselves the right nutrients. And even if you are doing carnivore and you have a cheat day, or if you get a bit off the rails, that can also affect your mindset, your sleep, your hormones and everything. If you're distracted during the day, you're not going to, it's the distraction. You're not going to think about the stress because you're distracted by activity. When you lie down, that's when all the stress comes to your brain. So if you don't have the hormones balanced in order to address that, people wake up, the pain, if they are in pain, they're going to feel it more at night. Just like when we're sick, we usually have the worst symptoms at night than during the day because we're ex distracted by activities. Now, another thing that you recommend in your book is iodine. Yeah. What's the function of iodine? Why do we need that along with the high fat? Well, it's an essential mineral that will obviously give you also the raw materials for your thyroid to make thyroid hormone, which is essential. It's the first hormone made in the fetus. It's crucial for health um, and adequate levels. And it also provides um, iodine for the breasts, ovaries, uterus in women, and the prostate in men. So there's never enough because water is contaminated by fluoride. Plastics are contaminated by phthalates and bromides and bleaches everywhere. So these are substances that are the same molecule as iodine, a variation of the same molecule. So the body won't take in the tiny amount of iodine that is in our diet. Most people are iodine deficient. Any fibroids, cysts, all my patients taking iodine, if they have breasts or uterine fibroids or ovarian cysts, they all go away. They disappear with iodine. Really? Even fibroids, even cysts? Absolutely. PCOS? Absolutely. Iodine. Just with iodine? Yeah. Giving your body what it needs. Now, what do you recommend in the way of iodine? What should people take? Well, I recommend two drops minimum of 5%. And then that would be something I'd have to establish with a patient. You know, there are ways to figure out and what, and usually people who have fibroids, they're going to need more than two drops to get rid of them. Now, another question that I did have is, uh, this is a different question. Um, now, a lot of women, they have loose skin, saggy skin. Mm -hmm. They go through menopause. They just have a lot of changes in their body. How does the, uh, the high fat and the iodine help with that in terms of tightening their skin up, getting rid of cellulite? Does it help at all? Well, the body consumes what is not necessary. So um, if they're if they're eating, continuing to eat a carbohydrate-based, plant-based diet, the saggy skin won't go away. But if they do eat a high-fat carnivore diet, the body will consume that extra skin. That's I've seen that several times. There are, however, other issues. There are edema issues with thyroid issues. Many people who have saggy skin, perhaps, I mean, postpartum women who have had babies and have saggy skin. That's often, I've seen that to be a, a thyroid issue. So how does plant foods or carbohydrates exacerbate saggy skin? Well, it's inflammatory. Carbohydrates are inflammatory to the intestines. 
So you won't be absorbing the nutrients you need. The, the, the small amount, the plant nutrients that they say like in spinach has iron are not bioavailable to us humans unless it's in meat form. So you're not really, you're not giving the body adequate nutrition in order for it to heal. Dr. Bright, how can people find you? Well, I have my website and they can fill out the contact form on the website and I will write back. And I have plenty of uh, videos that describe, explain a lot of what I've just said on my Instagram and on YouTube. Thank you so much for your time. That was amazing. And I hope to speak to you soon.